Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Talks Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Talks Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Talks Machina. <laughs> no, Max is in a bad mood because he said someone on the internet found out he's a Scientologist. <laughs> Are we on the internet? Hey, you guys are back. Oh, in body, if not in mind. Yeah. Tonight, the Mighty Nine race across <laughs> the barbed fields, fight some terrifying gloom stalkers, and discover the Wild Mother's Tree of Hope. Tree of Hope. Tree of Hope. Tree of Hope. Marisha? I'm playing with a pillow. I know, but you're the only one who hasn't done it. Tree of Hope. We'll break it all down with my guests, <laughs> Travis Willingham and Marisha Ray. All that and more. There's going to be even more tonight. There will be more. On Tox Machina. We have a couple of announcements to do. First one is, we aired a very special one-off episode of Between the Sheets last night with my betrothed, is that right? Yes. Ashley Johnson, of whom I will be the future Mr. Ashley Johnson. The VOD is available right now for our Twitch subscribers. If you're not, you can subscribe by clicking this button right above my finger, right Zach? I did? Don't compliment him. He didn't compliment me. He Well, now he's clapping. That's a compliment. That's all the time we have for tonight, folks. I did something correct. Oh, you got an applause. I got an applause from Zach. Congratulations. You can only go down from terrible. here. I can only go down from here. The guy who's keyed my car three times just clapped for me. That's impressive. Listen, this episode of Between the Sheets with Ashley Johnson will be available on our YouTube channel on Wednesday. We talk about... <clears throat> growing up and what the child acting experience was like. We together tell the story of how we came to meet. We talk about Last of Us Part 1. We talk a little bit about Last of Us Part 2. I wasn't able to get any real spoilery stuff out of her because uh, there were snipers from Sony. Using those infrared dots. And some exciting news. Our very first Between the Sheets t-shirt is also available for pre-order right now in our U.S. shop. Head over to shop.critroll.com to pick up yours. It is a title card from Laura Bailey's episode that says, Baby Got Backstories. Baby Got Backstories? It's what? So what? awesome. It's I love pretty it. Pretty slick. And that we, promo was fire! The promo was, yes. <laughs> our very so beloved Steve Falos behind this camera right now, the, the camera and all of the CGI equipment that it uses shot to make shit some, out of that promo. Shot the shit out of that promo with Christina. If you missed it, it'll probably air sometime Thursday before the show or during the break. Right, Max? During the break. During the break. Nice job, Steve. Nice job, Steve. Good job, Steve. Good job, Good job Christina. Good job. And Christina. Good job, Good job Steve. Christina's first acting. Uh, triple A. Well, we didn't, we didn't tell them I was in the worthy. Yeah. No a good horror scream when I hear one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I love Because you've got movie. one. <laughs> I know. Just wait for Because you've got a crazy one. 
Uh, and finally, a huge thank you to everyone that came to Denver Pop Culture Con. Yes. We had a blast meeting you all. That was insane. That panel Denver. was like 4,000 people. Showed That's a up. Lot of people. I walked out. I, I hadn't peeked. I didn't peek to see what kind of room we were in or the size of the crowd. Mm-mm. I walked out and went, holy shit. And the first thing I did was I turned and faced away from the crowd to make sure my fly was up. I don't know why that was my first reaction, but I was like, hey, Denver, holy shit, that's a lot of people. Am I yep. good? Yep. Hey, welcome to the panel. It was amazing. Old habits die hard, man. I know, man. Safety, safety first. Yeah. Safety first. Fool me once, safety Brian first. Foster. Fool me once. Um, uh, Gen Con VIP live show Q&A. I walked out with my fly down last year. On purpose? It was sometime during the second question. I looked down and went, it's the button ones, man. Uh, the see. button ones are a pain it's in the ass. It's because you're so used to like a certain amount of movements that you do that I think the button ones, like, yeah, you get confused. Well, and it also, yeah. <clears throat> to each of us, depends on our proximity to Liam before walking on stage. Uh, <laughs> a raw but we had a blast. The cosplay was <laughs> off the Fucking charts. I mean, it is everywhere we go. They show up and they show up strong. They do. But there was cosplay. People were just in such a good mood. Maybe, yep. maybe because weed's legal there. I don't know. I think know. The, the best grog cosplay I've ever seen, that big 6'8". He was oh. bigger than you. 285 was, pound oh He was bigger monster. than you. Yeah, he Full was body paint. true grog. Oh, so good. <laughs> he even had like, the, the, like, the voice down. Mm-hmm. He was like, looking in the mirror. Oh. <laughs> It was so good. It was pretty good. It was amazing. Uh, Obama's kids were there to come meet us. I'm just kidding. (laughs) They just came to my table. (laughs) They just came to my table. Without further ado, let us discuss, what time is it? 709. Episode 65 of Critical Role (laughs) Campaign 2, Chases and Trees. I think it's Chases and Trees. Chasse, like J.C. Chasse yeah. from Chasse uh, Backstreet Boys? Chasse. Chasse. Chasse's and trees. Chasse. Oh, we should have named the episodes Chasse Away. Let's go. Chasse Away. Chasse Away. We have some crit roll stats for this episode that come to us from our friends at Crit Roll Stats. At 12 minutes and 10 seconds, this was the longest D&D Beyond ad to date. <laughs> 12 minutes. Easily. 12 minutes. Easily. Director's cut D&D Beyond ad. <laughs> Holy shit. Are we just like, in a month from now, is the first half of Critical Role going to be them, you know, the pissing contest between who can make a longer ad? I mean, but listen, what do you do, right? Do you edit the Oscar-worthy performance known as Marisha Ray? Or do you just give her less meat to chew? Because either way, you lose. I think the thing that I stuck out to the script earlier. <clears throat> I could have. Yeah, I feel like the thing that stuck out the most to me was. I was trying to throw you. <laughs> I know. I should have. I should have looked at it beforehand. <laughs> the thing that stuck out to me the most was how prepared you were, Marisha, going into it for sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, by the way, in regards to that D and D Beyond ad, a farthing. Demonetized in 1960 was the equivalent of one 960th of a pound sterling. Which also nobody knows what that is either. I do. <laughs> do you know what a pound sterling is? Do you know what a pound is? A British pound? Yeah. A sterling British pound. Now, Arsqueef can back me up on this. See, we need to have him on like a bat phone for all things mm. British related. Hologram. Mark better. Humes has blocked right. me. I can't call phone him. Friend. Phone, phone in Arsqueef. A sterling pound is the pound that is silver. So they have little gold ones, they have little red ones, they have little pink ones, and they have silver ones. That is a pound sterling. Did you say pink? I did. Now, a farthing. Those were the pink ones. Demonetized in 1960 was the equivalent of one 960th of a pound sterling. I was told there would be no math. This is hurting. I'm doing the math for you. All you have to do is listen. Right? So you ask if it's one 960th of a, how much is a pound sterling worth? I'm getting The answer is obvious. We have questions. (laughs) 
I have things I want to know about this episode, Brian. Not rolled the 300th player natural 20 this episode. Not did. Not rolled the 300th player natural 20. Happy 300th. This episode marks the first combat encounter Bo has ended with all of her key points still available. Oh, Oh, shit. The one that I was like... A little unconscious for, or mm-hmm. unconscious. paralyzed, paralyzed, for. and out of range for like most yeah. of it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that seems so circumstantial, but I will take that as. Do your lightning? Do your do your lightning things not give you any range? They give me twenty feet reach. Oh, yes, shit. I had. Really? So many people. Oh no! Message me and say, oh, "Don't forget about your gloves." I didn't. They just never came within. So instead of five feet being melee, you got 20? 20 feet, but I have to activate them, and they last for one minute. Welcome to your hunter's mark. Yeah, well, I only get to use it once a day. Uh, I get to use it once a day, and then they refresh. Just like the Titans don't have Yeah, so there was was no reason for me to activate them, and whenever they did get close enough, I was paralyzed, and then they were dead. That's a good reason. Yeah, I could have just sat there like the front of the golden chariot, just lightning in my hands, just screaming. Artists need things to draw. Hello? (laughs) Yeah. Don't starve these people. Let's go. The shortage of hit on the fucking train. (laughs) That's amazing. I will be sure to blow all my best abilities just for the art. Let's get the light show. Yeah, that's right. Come on, make, man. Philly's coppers. <laughs> Can we take a look at um, Travis's what? My um, legs kilt. What are you wearing there? I'm wearing. I'm are you wearing, wearing the one of Liam O'Brien's sweater. sweaters covering your legs? Do you yeah, know well, I wore. It's chilly in the studio. I wore oh, shorts. Boy, today. Look at those knees. The sheer whiteness of that is. Look at those, those knees. Those right? Turn away. <laughs> yeah, those those calves are oh. great. Oh, We're gonna start seeing something we shouldn't. I. This episode marks the first. Uh, that sweater is for our protection. <laughs> right in front of me, you guys. <laughs> this episode marks more, more, first time. more, more white. <laughs> it's, actually cold, it's actually cold as shit in here. Everyone at home is blinded for 60 seconds. Yep. <laughs> the next thing you're going to hear in one of your visions is spray tan. <laughs> This is the first time we've heard from Kiri in 40 episodes. Kiri! Or 140 in-game days. That's too long, guys. Oh, uh, careful. Careful. Didn't end up on camera. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's great. That's awesome. Marisha. Yeah. Do something PG-related to that plushie while I ask you this question for Carno Lesbian. Bo's very dedicated to protecting her friends. So how does she deal with situations like the Gloomstalkers where she's unable to help due to range or being taken out of commission? <laughs> we were just talking about this. We were. Um, I, uh, I sit there for moral support <laughs> and say encouraging things and know that later my time will come. Yeah. Yeah, put me in, coach. I'm yeah. ready to play. Yeah. You had those moments as Grog all the time. 100%. People flying around and shit, and I'm like, And you're stuck on the ground? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you want to land, yeah. I'm down here. You can throw something at them. Unless you got something to bring it back, it just fucking keeps going yeah. if you miss. You had that dope ass yeah. chain of returning. I did. I did. It's true. One attack with it, though. Can't, can't. Multi. You know what Dom does? Our friend Dom plays a monk in our home game, mm-hmm. and he, when he has to like kind of sit out some stuff, he'll just offer, he'll ask us if he can do things that are just outrageous, and we're like, no, you can't do that. He's like, I just want the team to know that I'm still like, you know. He's like, can I do like a quadruple backflip over these six guys and then take out this dude that's attacking Mary? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. Okay. Hey, Mary, I offered, right? Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> I could do some dope ass monk shit. I'm gonna do some triple backflip. <laughs> it's awesome. He's like, as long as you know I was thinking about you during yeah. my turn. 
Um, I'll just do yoga on the horses. There you just go. Just do a little Cirque du Soleil act. Ooh, yeah. you mm-hmm. could become real good. I have to get a little side yeah, hustle I could. going. I could. Yeah. Travis, holy yeah. flavor wants to know. Holy flavor? What is the holiest of flavors? Holy flavor. Pepperoni? Cinnamon. Cinnamon? Cinnamon? Oh, Travis. No. Does Ford think the deity in his dream was the wild mother? If yes, does he intend to tell Clay? You don't have to answer the second part if you don't want to. We don't like questions about what people intend to do. Well, I, in the middle of it, when he was like, you hear a motherly voice, I was like, <gasps> Ford's mom? Oh, no. No, no not, 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 what, not what was happening. Oh. Yeah. I mean, oh. unless Ford is wild mother bae. <laughs> oh, could be. Could be the babe. No. Uh... <laughs> Think it was the Wild Mother? Definitely going to talk to Caduceus about it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, anybody can interrupt that uh, signal or the hack of said arcane powers being taken away. Yeah, that's a big deal. Taken this away. is such a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's such a big deal. Huge deal. But then do you just hang out near a giant tree in the middle of a Look, wasteland? I'll fucking sip or... some tea. I don't give a shit, right? I'll, I'll like, I'll help him turn dead people into fungus. I'll grow some Smurfs. Withers without faith, care. Travis. Look, I will start wearing pastels, okay? It's work for Caduceus. I will get fluorescent up in this bitch. <laughs> get a little side haircut, too, so going real on. Talk. Yeah. During that vision, I was sitting at my desk and listening on headphones and watching, and there's a TV in the lobby, and I and I I was freaking out at my desk while that vision was happening, and Christina was freaking out in the lobby, so I jumped up and I ran into the lobby, and we just held each other while we watched that vision happen, and it was amazing. <laughs> we need a lobby cam, don't we? <laughs> we need, just need an overhead like cam that we can pull for reference. We're just just like, has. Oh God, <laughs> Just play, looks like we made it, in the background. <laughs> I mean, we could also catch any nefarious activity that might happen, you know, between Oh, just Max, general security reasons? No, between Max and some batteries. <laughs> oh. Marisha, Adira, why are you shrugging, dude? Shrugging like he's over it. Max's pants caught on fire, I'll tell you guys the oh, story yeah. next yeah. week. Adira, he <laughs> wants to know, Marisha, <laughs> Bo asked Clay how to know if you're special, being the only one who doesn't use magic. But Bo just ran up a 300-foot tree without even slipping while her magic-wielding friend struggled. <laughs> what would it take for Bo to feel special in this group? Ooh. Man, I don't know. I don't begin to know yet. Uh, still figuring that out. Still figuring that out. Yeah, you just ran up a straight, like we were, you know, holding on and Jester's falling. We're like jumping up and you're just like. It's cool up here, guys. No hands. No, we can run. Just like full. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that, though. You It's with Bo, it's. It's different. Impossible it's not, to see from the inside? Yeah, 100%. Okay, okay. Like, okay. she assumes everyone hates her because she hates herself first. You know, sure. like, how are you gonna, and once again, everyone around her can do like crazy magic shit. Not to say what she didn't do, do was crazy, but. No, I mean, you're right. I felt the same yeah. way. There was no magic for it, and then there was magic for it. Right, and it, you like freaked the one is special to him, and the yeah. other one was just bleh. Was oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Make that face again. Bleh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. She'll mm. she'll figure it out. She'll discover it. But I think it's going to take something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Besides I don't... running up a because the tree running wasn't enough. I was going to say what's the and stunning people four, with four hundred foot four hundred foot trees. I was going to say and catching arrows and saving squishy ass wizards mm-hmm. with your bare fucking hands. Like a bad self. Hmm. Talk to Bo. Don't talk to me. Okay. <laughs> I can't. She doesn't know how to smile. Oh. Oh, because Ford's such a ray of fucking sunshine all the time. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Travis, continue to sit there looking like my Nana watching Jeopardy while you answer this question. <laughs> From Jeff Knight. Three. <laughs> it's chilly in here, Jeb. Can we turn down the thermostat a wee bit? What is 
My Little Pony one shot for $400. <laughs> is, she, is your Nana married yeah. to a Jeb? Sure is. Sure is. Married to a Where couple of them. Where are my knitting needles? Ooh, I'm sitting on them. <laughs> What? Sorry, Grandma. Oh, no. Oh, is, you think there's a likelihood your grandma's watching this? <laughs> no. Uh, Ford grew up an orphan, and as far as we know, has had no real parental bond, speaking of grandparents, with anyone aside from Vandrin. Now, the wild mother has offered Ford safety from his dreams in an almost motherly way. How does this newly found protection make him feel? Hopeful. Excited, interested, um, all of those, all of those words. Yeah. Did he feel personally in need of protection? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's look. He puts on a, a brave, stoic face because that's what men do. I don't know because that's what he saw Vandrin do. That's what people in leadership positions do. They don't show vulnerability. Yeah. I mean, mm. it's a fucking facade. Yeah. Like. To have somebody actually reach in that could make a difference without really, also, without him having to risk anything. Nobody else knows that that was extended, right? So there's no, like, the vulnerability isn't at risk either. Like, that's a genuine, that's a genuine olive branch. And, uh, yeah, he's de he's been desperate for that sort of thing. Like, even back in, um, where did we just come out of? Rosanna? Yeah, Rosanna. They, they're, he, I was walking around looking for temples, looking for any sort of, like, Deity that maybe I could pop in and be like, could you hook a brother up with a pamphlet? Like, there's none of that <laughs> stuff. It's all the dodecahedron. I'm not praying to a shape. I don't know. So, yeah, like, not you praying know, to a shape. The fact that somebody else, you know, jumped in was like, I can only interrupt this for a little bit, but for now, you're okay. Mm -hmm. It was so that was good. huge. Yeah. That's pretty tight. Uh, here's one for both oh. of you from Raymond E. Walter. Does Ford feel like his patron is starting to suppress his individuality and independence? Does Bo have FOMO because there are so many in the Mighty Nine that have a direct connection to a patron or a god? Hmm. I think a little bit of that is what goes into Bo asking if she's special or not. Pretty much everyone has a patron or a god, except for Caleb but Caleb can still throw fireballs and disintegrate yeah. people. Caleb has a god. The god of self-hatred. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure yep. does. Empire kids. That's <laughs> self-hatred. God, yeah, all the Empire kids really do hate each other. Yeah, they I mean, it must come I mean, with the territory. It's an oppressive regime. It can, yeah, kind of. It can be an oppressive regime. Or, um, or doubt, doubt themselves. I don't know if they all hate themselves. Well, Caleb fucking hates himself. Well, yeah, Caleb does. Bo, I don't think, yeah. hates herself. I think she, I think she she's getting better. is getting better about she's it. She's getting better. I think she's coming to grips with <clears throat> certain aspects of, it's kind of like us, as we get older, we go, okay, I'll make sure out of this thing or I'll make sure out of that thing, but at some point, the stuff that sticks that isn't necessarily harmful to you or to other people, you go, okay, this is just kind of part of who I am now, and right. I've accepted it. Coming to terms with that is interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think it is limiting. I think Ford uh, had thought that he could write his own ticket, right? Likes this new version of himself, has abilities, can affect change, can generate positive outcomes, and then all of a sudden just gets ripped from him, mm. you know? Totally redefines what you what your playing field is. It is not as wide and vast as you thought it was. So uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, it is. You would you would think he would play things a little bit more conservatively than spending both spell slots to run up a fucking tree. But nope, we done did that. Oh, but without he had, to, he had to impress someone. Yeah, well, listen, I thought we were going to be taking a rest mm -hmm. before Big Bird showed up. <laughs> I didn't know there was a mess up there. <laughs> Uh, Marisha. Yes, I'm. Please answer this question while Travis continues to sit there looking like the Big Lebowski in front of the fireplace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need sunglasses and a white Russian. <laughs> Stat! <laughs> it's your go regard is the oh, at name for this yeah. person. Bo didn't want to appear vulnerable in front of the whole party, but she seems to be able to open up on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Is this because she takes time to think hard about what she wants to say in such moments or something else? Yeah, no, it's very astute. Um, uh, yeah, she, I think she's kind of an introvert in that way. And then I think 
just one-on-one, -on -one, there, there just is less vulnerability, just in general, than talking in front of a crowd mm -hmm. or in front of multiple people. Um, so yeah, I mean, she definitely thinks, takes time to think about, you know, what she wants to say. Uh, What's that? We'll pull like? them around. It's hard. <laughs> One day it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's also still got Dyron in the back of her head, though, going, don't get close to people. You know, that was like, what, four episodes ago? That wasn't that long ago. Yeah. That, so. Mm, yeah. She's got a lot of walls. Still. Still. She's getting there, though. But, yeah. But in reality, not a ton of time has passed. No. You know, it takes time. It takes time, and it takes a lot of experience and a lot of trust building to let the walls down. Yeah. It's going to take patience. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well. Especially when she has two conflicting <clears throat> sides. Yes. Strong Danny. What? Yep. You can't even see me right now. You're blocked by a big-ass TV. Still, you glare. You are making presumptions about my powers. <laughs> She's talking about the TV. I like, I like to have the uh, racquetball games on while we do the show. I can glance <laughs> while you guys are answering. Yeah, that's probably racquetball. So we got it right over here. I used to be able to see you guys, Hungry but no is longer. Cleaning up yeah. right now. Yeah, a little bit. They don't want to look at your yeah. face during the shipping questions. You know what? I'm beautiful. Well, nobody's questioning yeah, that. Do they? Oh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Face. Zach, <laughs> save us from ourselves with this week's Cosplay of the Week. Yeah! yeah cosplay of the Week! Those scissors Woo! in the butt? Just a little. The scissors are near the butt. Ah. But they are not <laughs> good. Our winner <laughs> for this week was sent in by Stephanie at T and Trials. Nope. At T and Tails. <laughs> at T and Tails, photo by Jay Villanueva. Let's take a look. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So good. Lux so Machina. Wow. Spoilers. This is from Campaign oh. One of Critical Role. Those if you antlers are huge too. Yo, those are so amazing. Good. Love them. Mm -hmm. Love that That's tattoo work. And then there's a second Ooh. photo. Wow. <gasps> Amazing. I love the raven, too. I know, it looks like it was hot touch. there. It does. It's a hot day. Humid. <laughs> I bet that grass was itchy as F. <laughs> this picture was taken seconds before a herd of swine chased them off the property. <laughs> wild, wild, <laughs> wild boar. Wild boar. Congrats to you, Stephanie. You have won this. Is this what I'm grabbing? Is this the right thing? You I'm not going to look. Nailed it. Purple heart. Tabletop yeah. from our friends at Wormwood Gaming. Look at this. So it, look at the color of this thing. I smelled a lot of Wormwood this weekend in Denver. Everybody that came up with one of these, I smelled it. I sure as fuck did, and I loved every second of it. So thank you, Wormwood, for sponsoring cosplay and fan art of the week. Man, I'm going to keep this one, too. Okay, that sounds fair. I have a dark one, and then I have a medium one, and then I don't have a purple closet one. It's just full of It's full of Wormwood, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he, has, he has a problem. Every night when I get home, I go take a big ass whiff of my wood. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. That one couldn't have been phrased any better. It couldn't? Oh, he knows. Well, Travis, you can make up for it by answering this question from Pamerica Chavez. Okay. You reacted pretty fast when Jester fell from the tree. Was that a plan you already had in mind in case Ford fell? And what was your thought process? Yeah, that was my, I had two options if one of us fell. Uh, one involves bringing another person with, and the other one is just for me. So, yeah, if I, if, if I fell, I could Misty Step or Thunder Step. Um, and uh, if Jester, you know, fumbled the grip, then you'd go grab her and boom, back up to the top. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how many dice 200 feet would have been. Well, it's not a thousand. No. So it's, let's see. It's twenty percent of for the goldfish gate. God, it was like some people did some actual like or, like math of it. You would have survived it if you had fallen. Marcia would have. Oh yeah, because you got monk stuff going yeah, you, on. Yeah, because you have slow fall. Oh yeah, I would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Jester you talked about the goldfish. Not. Jester probably not. Or yeah. or Ford 
Ford, Ford. definitely I, not. I wasn't thinking about Ford. Anybody else besides Bo, definitely yeah, not. No. Bo would have been fine. Lived. Bo is, Bo so, is the yeah. anti-keyfish. Because that keyfish fall did like <laughs> 300 and something like that. Uh, Some odd damage, right? Was it, it was a little bit of damage, yeah. Or something? <clears throat> no, it was, I think it was over 300. Was that the 300? Because um, I, I rewatched it a lot. <laughs> Just that moment. It's pretty great. The, the faces, there's You're so lying. much to unpack. You are lying. You are lying. <laughs> Did you just kill my character in an RP moment? What no, the fuck? No, you killed your character in an you RP moment. You killed your character in an RP moment. <laughs> okay, Travis, okay. Next question, Brian. Well, you can totally deflect from that by answering this, Marisha. From so great. Federi Real. Uh, Marisha. Yeah. Why the fuck in campaign one did you decide to jump off? Uh, no, how did Bo feel about? Oh, this is this is this is my favorite part of. Uh, she couldn't even see the bottom, and she just. <laughs> There's fucking clouds and shit. Like you're so high, there are clouds, and yeah, I'm going. Look in my brain. In my brain. Did you really kill my character? There is character nothing that could have gone wrong. I know. There is nothing. It was I, fine. It was a consequenceless I, choice. I can tell. It's like walking over a pit. And there are three dragons down there, and you're like, I'm gonna go communicate. <laughs> There's no risk here. I mean, oh. we've done similar stupid shit in that vein. You are not wrong. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's true. Sorry. Oh my God, that's Sorry. hilarious. What was the Stunning. question? Uh, the real question is. What was the real question? <laughs> bring it back, bring uh, it my back. My favorite moment from this last episode. How did Bo feel about sharing that piece of her story with Yasha? Did she do it because she wanted to comfort Yasha about her past, or did she think of it as an opportunity to share her pain with someone who understands? Uh, more the latter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't, Bo doesn't, Bo's not a comforter. Mm -hmm. Literally and figuratively. Um, was that a joke about her not being a blanket, basically? <laughs> yes. Boy, was. I've said some bad ones. I was trying to just roll past it. I love it. I uh, wouldn't let you. <laughs> that is my job. Uh, no one gets <laughs> shit on this show. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I've been thinking about it for the like, past few weeks, and I just saw it as an opportunity. But once again, I wasn't going to do it in front of people. Mm. I was going to wait. Yeah. Because... Because it might have turned into something cool. <laughs> you don't want other people around. You have to kick out. Man, that bubble. I bet it's echoey. Yeah, I mean it's true. Like 65 episodes in, we're still making the like little personal inroads to each other. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not full share. No moments. I mean, we've know? been like by the time we were Vox Machina, we'd already been playing for two years. We're like level uh, seven, seven, eight. Yeah, fuck. which is like just a little over where we are now. Yeah, or That's we're crazy. we're over that now. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, you guys had a lot more time to make those happen before the thing started, so mm -hmm. everyone was already so close. Plus, two of you were fucking twins, you know, for a little bit there. Um, Travis, yes. this one comes from Kelly Jewell, our friend who makes the awesome videos. Uh, does Ford realize oh, that yeah. his thunder steps slightly hurt the wild mother's tree? <laughs> Obviously, saving his and Jester's lives was more important, but does Ford think she might be a bit mad at him for doing that after having just saving slash taking him in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, in my defense, mm -hmm. Naive and Ford did not understand that the tree was, you know, connected to the Wild Mother. It's just a big ass tree. Um, but yeah, probably bet she's like, oh, come on. I just, <laughs> I just planted fuck, those. Oh, come on, twice? Yeah. You're gonna dent the thing. Ah, oh, jeez. I don't know, this Joker. Maybe we just, should we just get rid of this asshole? Yeah. <laughs> Chosen one, my ass. I mean, that snake's not a big deal, right? Nah. Demi, Demi being. Yeah, I don't know, probably. When you give a kid a toy and then they immediately hurt you with it, you're like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <So> fuck. <laughs> what the hell? What is this? Benedict Arnold? <laughs> Happened to my you nephew. You use the don't break the ice hammers on the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, oh, I'll, make, I'll make it right. I'll make it right. I'll find a way. You will? Yeah. You'll plant a new tree. I'll sacrifice Caduceus to the tree. It'll be fine. <laughs> and his remains will nourish the tree. And then you I should, will wear his armor. You should drink his remains and see what happens. I bet if you drank Talison like tea, or uh, Caduceus like tea. super hard. That wasn't a Freudian slip. 
Yeah, 100% Marisha, slip. distract the people from the fact I just admitted I want to drink Taliesin like tea. <laughs> Ken Fagan says, in this episode, Bo spoke about her lost love with Tori Diyasha. What kind of impact has this had on Bo's attitude towards love and relationships in her life so far? <laughs> to not have them. Just the, the what not to do, huh? Yeah. Yeah, this part, once again, that's, this was actually a little bit of insight into why, like, there's walls and Bo pushes people away. And, like, most, most relationships she's had have gotten kind of fucked up in some way, which she, like, has rooted back to her. So she's wary of them. Would you say the benefit of abstaining is greater than that of letting people in and being hurt? That whole little, it's better to have loved than lost than never been, never have loved at all. Yeah, but I'm not going to quote fucking Barry Manilow lyrics on my own show for crying out loud. I got some. It's not, I got, it's not Barry Manilow. Not it Barry is Barry Manilow. Manilow. <clears throat> no. From, no, it's John Denver. Oh, it's John Denver. It's not me, Love Steve. I will not have you fucking. <laughs> no, sure. you won't do that. Anyway. Anyway. Um, sure Diplo. <laughs> Diplo? What does Diplo think? That's a real person, right? What if Diplo FaceTimed into the show one night? Do uh, you guys know I'm friends with Diplo? Are we supposed to care? I'm thinking of Dido. CeeLo. I'm thinking of Cee-Lo Dido. Agreed. Do we remember Dido? Oh. She did that song with uh, Snoop Dogg, right? Eminem. Mm-hmm. The question anyway. was... Uh. <laughs> we are so smart. <laughs> I mean, we are pop culture masters. <laughs> Should start a Why podcast. are we not on ten thousand dollar pyramid? Is it hundred thousand dollars? That price go up? That Am show. I... That show left the air two days before Kennedy was shot. <laughs> so you're asking the wrong people. <laughs> the pyramid show's not off TV anymore. No. Son of a bitch. Nope. Can a brother get a newsletter? What What's a newsletter? Were you hoping to go home tonight and well, I mail watch out American an Gladiators every week? I think the reason you didn't know is because you're waiting on newsletters. I hate to tell you this, but did you know the Bob Newhart show isn't on anymore? <laughs> Stop messing with my emotions. Marisha, answer the question and distract us from uh, Travis's dim-wittedness. Man. You know, I actually think about this a lot in real life. To Travis's totally dim-wittedness? <laughs> I will crush no, that's that's just skull. in front of me all the time. No, uh, yeah. I don't know. That whole is better to have loved than lost. I think um, I think there's something to that, but it takes time. I actually I don't know. I don't know how true that is. I think it's just <laughs> you. It's lonely. It you have to like have a lonely life, and if you're okay with that, then. Yeah. Some people are. I mean, some it, people are. We're all at various degrees of what we can handle as far as not just our social circles, but even our inner circles, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Would you rather not know what ice cream tastes like or taste ice cream and then never be able to have that shit ever again? I'd rather not know what ice cream I feel like that's a like. false equivalency to what we're talking about. But to ice indulge cream and you, love? No, but to indulge you, I will say. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. You are not. See, but then, okay, this is actually a better analogy. Let him know. Then Learn this him. is Learn a good, him. no, this is a good metaphor Get now. at him, let's go. Because we love, I fucking love ice cream. Yup, <laughs> yup, even if it gives I you the would, shits. But, but, but for his mental and emotional capacity yep. for ice cream, mm-hmm. maybe loving ice cream isn't the thing for him. Maybe it's better to have never have loved ice cream. Yep. Right. Keep those bowels in check. Whatever. It's probably a good. It's probably listen to that advice. They have dairy-free <laughs> ice cream. So would that be like a friends with benefits type situation? Ooh. Dairy-free ice cream. You know, a like the coconut pinkberry. You guys oh, ever? So. You guys yeah, fuck yeah. with pinkberry? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I fuck with pinkberry. Yeah. Hey, pinkberry, if you're out there, head us up. I fuck with you, pinkberry. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Niall wants to know. Up until their conversation a few episodes ago, Ford and Jester seemed distant. However, now Ford seems to be going out of his way for Jester with the infamous cheek kiss and diving off the tree to save her. What's changed on Ford's end? Lack of other prospects? Infamous cheek kiss? 
I mean, infamous to the community. Maybe a, maybe it wasn't a sign his, of gratitude. It's a very intense word. Yeah, I mean, she like she saved his life. He was getting attacked by Edward Scissorhands meets Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Like, I mean, it was there was bad stuff going on. And all you could do to repay her was a measly kiss on the cheek. Well, we we were in the middle of a life or death struggle. I figured the nicest thing to do was be like, "Oh, thank you. Uh, see ya. Let's kick some ass, right?" <laughs> Don't look know. to Danny Why when I. At me? What just happened what was. What did I do? Travis looked at me and said, Dad, can I have another cookie? And I said, Nope. And so he looked to Danny knowing that she was going to keep. I just let you die on the vine out No, there. I think. I, I mean, in, in all seriousness, I think, I think Ford is appreciating um, Jester more, right? Like, uh, he has had things presented to him that are supernatural and fantastic, and then they are very easily ripped away. Hmm. Um, I think the permanence of those abilities compared to somebody that's been kind of constant and positive and upbeat and there mm. in a supportive way nonstop is not lost on him. Yeah, he needs that. Yeah, I think he appreciates her very much. She's so different than the rest of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got her own stuff, obviously, and we've, we've, we're, we're, we're digging into some of it. Very My slowly, but. My favorite moment of hers this past week was when she asked if Not was drunk. And she was like, fuck yeah, I've been drinking all morning. <laughs> and Laura slash Chester just got this like, like quiet, sad. She goes, like, oh, Not. She was like, oh, yeah, she, yeah, she said, oh, Not. And she just like zoned out for a minute. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, tough. Yeah. Yeah, good heart on that so one. So little moments, good heart so on little that moments one. that count. Um, let's that see. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to ask the second half of this one. This is talking about you seem Kate Dirth's asking, uh, being frustrated during the, because of your limited abilities during the fight with the Gloomsuckers. Uh, did that frustration fuel why she bolted up the Arbor Exemplar seemingly without a plan as to how to get there slash get down safely? Or did she trust in the Mighty Nine to figure that out and was simply busy having some monk fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where is that came from? uh, Just wanted to climb right up that maple. Just, uh... Did you have an audition for Fargo season four earlier today or what? (laughs) Uh, No, I honestly... Travis is suspicious of anyone from Wisconsin, so he now immediately (laughs) is... Wisconsin is Travis's Quebec. Sorry, Patrick. Wisconsin <laughs> is America's Quebec. I feel like it's yeah. Um, <laughs> so many ways you can go with that. I understood where you were trying to continue. Please. No, I have had this ability where I can—it's unarmored movement—and I can walk on. Wa- I can run across water yep. and run up walls. Sure. And I've not had a, a moment to use it. Yeah. It hasn't been relevant. And you unleashed it. And I unleashed that shit. Unleashed. I was stoked. First opportunity I could get. Yep. And then to get down, mm. I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, plus so I think everybody was saying like, we got things and people fall, it it'll be fine. fine. We're fine. practically a quarter of the way being towards being practically gods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Travis, Cyberwolf1201, how is Ford feeling about the revelation that the gods can keep Ukatoa's influence at bay as demonstrated by the Wild Mother? Man, really, really encouraged. Um, Just that they can mess around in each other's shit. Like I would assume that with whatever pact was, whatever pact was going on, that that would be like a closed circuit, a closed line. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna assault you later. Why? <laughs> hey, Steve. Okay. Oh, God. I just, you guys, from this angle, I, yeah, want I, got, the people, I got my leg out. I want the people at home to out. be able to see what I'm seeing, so I'm saving this for later. I yep. just like, you know, this show is about fan service. Yep, good. And what I've got here. With that, with that, with that shiny leg. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Ooh. We have legal. Legal is literally right there. I'm wearing waiting. shorts. They're like they're like spanks at the worst. Right? We don't have a dump button. We can't dump the last thirty seconds of the show if one of your little Ronin makers pops out. My little Ronin makers. Oh, 
Wow. That one took me a second, and I'm really mad about it. You know what's crazy? I've been calling his balls that for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the inspiration for the name came from. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm out. (laughs) Post-con talks are the best talks. Who was answering that last one? I don't remember. Was it you, Max? Did you get to finish that, Travis? Yeah, encourage that other gods can mess with each other's uh, packs or arrangements or deals or whatever it is. Yes, very much so. I thought that was just like a... A one-way agreement that happened in a moment of life or death or yeah. in between or something like that. So yeah, the fact that they can get around and fuck up each other's shit. Aces. Deuces. Deuces. Jackson Spades. Marisha. Nope. Marisha. That doesn't even make sense with like the context of cards. The only thing that could save us now is fan art of the week. Fan art of the week! Fan art of the week! Yeah. Calm. Oh no. I'm sorry. You got the giggles? Yeah, the the quiet chest quake. Here we go. (laughs) 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 Just go, do the thing. Do the fucking show. This week's fan art winner for Campaign 2, episode 65, was sent in by Anselina at underscore strawberry fox underscore. Let's take a look. Yo! So good! Oh, that's so cool! Speaking of. I love Dude, that's got some strong cue. I was thinking the same thing. I love it. Look at that. I am neither confirming nor denying Keyleth's future. Shit. Is that that a. Is that that what she looks like? That is gorgeous. The long mother? Yeah. Well, she's a god. It's interpretive. Sure. It's one. Sure. It's. Damn. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, just his head in her lap, and it's just so comforting. All this are off tonight, folks. We're just kind of doing whatever the fuck we want. Max, you got an elephant you want to bring in? Huh? Anybody's cousin want to get a shout out? Do you have a baby elephant, Max? That's Do you have so a baby elephant, Rose? Sure. That was bank. Sure. He says, sure. I want to wrestle puppet. a baby elephant. You see Thanks to everyone. Can I give away some free shit, please? Oh, <laughs> Thanks to everyone who submitted. Congrats to you, Anselina. You have also won this Purple Heart tabletop tray. You can enter our weekly contest by visiting critroll.com. Oh. <laughs> Rules for our contests are available at critroll.com. Wow. Moving on. That jacket's too short. It's what? What? It's too what? Sexy. <laughs> Are we all just putting our feet up on the coffee yeah. table tonight? Is that what's going Is that on? Is that what we're doing? Oh. Yeah, show off those dope-ass boots, Marsha. Thanks. Henry's upset. He's like, you are not allowed to do that at home. Mom does not allow that. <laughs> this is for both of you. Okay. This is from Diva CB. Bo and Ford don't hesitate to jump off the tree to try to avoid the rock, trusting not to catch them with their feather fall. How do the both of them feel about being a part of a team where they have that kind of trust, especially with their backgrounds? Yo. It just shows initiative. Yeah! Ah, We're ready to crush. And to get the fuck out. Yeah, it's a little selfish, I think. Yeah, it really was. I think it was just more. I went feet first. You went fucking like full splay. Did I? Yeah, you went like chest, chest and head out, like straight up. Skydiving. Just full skydiving. Yeah, I yeah. did the Baywatch. Pencil. Yeah, the pencil, pencil yep. dive. Yeah, the lifeguard stitch. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which is actually stupid, because no, given some space and time, that's going to rotate out of control. Right. True. Yeah, you're, when you're, you're not hitting, you're not trying to hit And the to water. be fair, I wasn't actually planning on not using feather fall again. I was just going to misty step about 10 feet before I hit the ground. Oh, I was definitely relying on not. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. I mean, I, once again, I think I would have been okay, because I have my... Slow fall. My slow fall. But I, yeah. I still would have taken damage. It just mm-hmm. wouldn't have been as bad. But no, it was definitely just... <laughs> Somebody catch me! We are yeah. doing a better job at, like, you know, utilizing, knowing what others can do yeah, and, and utilizing uh-huh. it. Yeah. But it's uh, it's still in a semi-doughy form. Yeah, for sure. It yeah. takes time. Because, yeah. like, by the end with <clears throat> Vox Machina, we were getting to some some good shit. Yeah. Some good combo mo- yeah. moves. Some end game Heck yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Some what? Uh-huh. Some end game. Some end game shit. I know, yeah. that's what you want. You want the, the Iron Man blasting off of... Spoilers! 
Cap's shield. That happened in like the first Avengers that movie. Really, that did happen in the first Avengers. I'm just looking out. Just looking out. I don't even think Sam's seen it yet. Sam hasn't seen anything. Yeah. I don't even think Sam's seen Infinity War. No, he'll probably watch it on the fucking plane. Like oh, he I think did that's what he did. He think he the watched Shining. it on the plane. Did I tell that story on the year? What? Sam had never seen The Shining. We're coming back from London MCM. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, never seen yes. it? Yes. We're, we're in a row of three people. So it's Liam and then Sam in the middle and then me. It's the way they like it. I'm not going to complain. Sam, we were in the front row thing, so he had no TV. It comes out of the seat, you know, so it's the little screen like this. He's watching The Shining, and I go, he goes, I'm like, uh, no, no, one of the most cinematic masterpieces of all time. Watch the whole thing on the plane. Well, there are worse things to watch on a plane, actually. Yeah, I like any Katherine Heigl movie. Marisha, CD88 wants to know. <laughs> Bo seems interested in ending bloodshed between the Empire and the Dynasty, but the Bright Queen doesn't seem like she'll be satisfied until the Empire is destroyed. Oof, yeah. Given that, how does she feel about continuing to assist the dynasty? Does she still view it as a viable way of achieving her goals? Big question. Big question. That's a huge big, question. Big, 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 big question. That was something Ford and Bo were kind of on the same page on, actually. Yep. When we came out of that meeting, we were like, well, I didn't feel like that went as well as could have. Um, mm-hmm. I feel, I in my head, I wonder if I'm being like a Tyrion Lannister about this. Well, at which, at which, which point in the show? The second to last episodes, Tyrion Lannister, or middle of the Are you talking, show, she's season? saying she's saying second that she feels last. like Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister because the yeah. writers of Critical Role <laughs> are giving her that season's full worth of storyline in one part of dialogue uh-huh. that she has uh-huh. to deliver right yeah. after being told she's not going to be able to but deliver that dialogue. But we won't pay off right. that character. Um, that's okay. I think that's what, I don't mean to oh, put words yeah. in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gotcha. Like, yeah, no, that like I'm going to continue to hope that maybe if we keep going, our influence or maybe something can happen that I can sway her a different way and she won't. Or like maybe if we keep going at this, an option will prevent itself that we can take to her to where we don't, you know, have to send war machines over there and wipe out all the empire. But I don't know. So yeah. So that's yeah. And that Tyrion, like she's not. Yeah. They ring crazy the bell. Yet. It'll be fine. Yeah, She'll we'll back ring down. The bell. Yep. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I am um, cautiously optimistic. I still think she wants to nuke him, regardless, and that's a big problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But then I it's mean, like, yeah. What do you do? Go kill her, and she ends up in a two-year-old. Right, well, yeah, so my other thought was, well, maybe if we stick around a little bit, there's gonna be good people and crazy people and shitty people in all realms of leadership. So maybe we could find someone else in the dynasty Ooh. in that upper echelon. Stage a coup? That's, a, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, look, if we, if we, her and she goes into like, a, I don't know, a six month old, you got at least, what, a few years until communication can even happen. And she's like, it's me, I'm the one from before, go kill the people. I in got the a yeah. yeah. I, I just pooped my pants, but <laughs> will you go and end them? Ooh. I didn't figure out who they were in a past life until they were like in their like 20s or something. <laughs> yeah, we got it a little. We started to get into a little doubtfire zone there towards the end. I'm wondering if you've watched it recently. Look, I don't know if this kid's British or not. I mean, it could be, you know. Yeah, it sounded a little bit like Arsqueef. Not to spoilers, that's what Arsqueef's voice sounds mm. like. But <laughs> guys, Andrew Wagstaff wants to know, what's the least used feature spell of your character that you wish you could find a place for more often? Eldritch Blast, Travis. <laughs> Least used. <laughs> Aren't you a hexblade warlock? I feel like you use Eldritch Blast more than you use the blade. I do. I do. Well, I get, I have a higher. Blades are for swallowing. I think I, I get higher damage on uh, on Eldritch Blast than I do on the Summer's Dance Falchion, um, and I don't have to get as close <laughs> to use it. There, there. I've looked at something. There's a spell that I haven't used at all 
I can't remember what it is because I haven't used it at all. But every time we play, I look at it. I'm like, I'll, I'll use that at some point. Yeah, it'll, it'll come. Well, I mean, it's like counterspell. I had it in there, but I don't know. It's when it, the the opportunity. Yeah. They're they're yeah. few to arise, and when they do, you gotta fucking remember. Yeah, plus I'm always like, oh, I'll ass. do something besides use my one of two spell slots. Because yeah. <laughs> I have um, predator, preternatural pred, counter as part of the Cobalt Soul Ooh. thing, which is if someone misses me when they're attacking me, I can use my reaction to attack back. I haven't used that shit once. Oh. But part of the problem is, is I also have Sentinel, which is awesome. So sometimes I don't want them to I don't want to use my reaction in case they try to leave from me because mm-hmm. then I wouldn't be able to hit them going away. So I'm gambling that aspect too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't used that shit once. There is one that. spell that I almost used at the end of the last uh, fight, but but it ended up and it's a doozy. It's a it's a one one punch monster. Power like, word like killed. Another <laughs> big summony type of. Yeah. Just have to wait and see. Oh shit. Oh, shit. so fucking mysterious. Oh, Holy yeah. shit, I'm intrigued. Sure, gonna tune in to Thursday. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I, I want Ford to be like a super interesting character to me, but he just isn't yet. I'm trying to get there. Travis is my best friend. I want to love his character. I'm just having such a hard time. You salty bitch. Grog was so cool because he was just so simple, you know? He just, there wasn't a lot to him. Tell on you. Ford I is know. a complicated motherfucker. And, and I love rem- that about him. I had to try and make it, yeah. I love Ford. No, it's I'm going to say some shit. No, oh. I'm going to say some shit. I am not only excited about people getting to see a whole other side of you this campaign mm-hmm. because you're not playing a character that does have parameters, so whatever. And despite jokes that we make or blah, blah, blah. You're a deep layered motherfucker, dude. Thank and you're like, so smart as fuck. You're smart as fuck, that's why you're in charge. Yeah. Because the rest of us are a goddamn mess. Yeah. And outside of your fashion sense, you usually have your shit together, dude. How's <laughs> <laughs> that sweater? It's actually keeping my upper thighs like nice and, Boy, Liam, nice and warm. Liam's gonna be wearing that one a little this extra snug never, next never time. Been, he never been better utilized. You know, Trunk Club yeah. is a service where you can like have clothes sent to your door, and I just send them all back. Because unless they send me a some sweater pants, I don't want them. <laughs> Wait, is sweater that true? Pants. You just send them all back every time? No, I don't know. I did it for like one month, and I was like, no, yeah, that shit fits. This is stupid. <laughs> it was expensive. I was like, ah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Stealing shit's way Plus easier. Plus, there was like a sport coat with a flower on it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, you don't like sports coats with flowers on them, especially if you can't take them off. It's a big thing for him. Do you see what this is? See what I got here? These pins. Oh, yeah, you got so some pins? Good. Ashley uh, got this for me. If we want to, oh, I'll yeah, show yeah, you yeah, this. this what, what are those? So, this is uh, this is John Wick here. Oh there snap! And then this is his dog over here. That's uh, that's a dog. It's John Wick, and that's his, his dog. dog. Yep. That's, wow. That's what started the whole is thing it really? off. Sure as fuck is. Started the whole thing off. That's a weird pin set to have. It's <laughs> real weird, Brian. Look, Ashley Johnson. There's a reason why I'm marrying this person. Her, she's fucked up too, man. Her shit is all crossed up there. Both of us are missing all the Happy Meal items. We come together, we create a quarter of a whole half a person. I hope you guys got that breakfast burrito after your between the sheets. We did. All dressed up nice. Oh, we did. So cute. We did. And then she had to come back a little tipsy for Critical Role a couple hours later. Nope. One more question before we get out of here, and I really start my drinking. <laughs> Robert Elstob wants to know for both of you. When Matt was describing how you were looking out from the huge tree and thinking about how far you've all come, what did you think? What did you feel has been the biggest change and achievement for your character? Mm. I liked this one a lot. I had, once again, I had that in-game moment of... Uh, Sorry, this was upside down. Black Widow and Hawkeye it. in the spaceship, and they're like, quite a long way from Budapest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is our Budapest moment. Call back to that first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the biggest achievement for our characters? I mean, not getting killed is a pretty big one, honestly. Like, yeah. it, like level nine is pretty cool. Reaching, re- getting to where you're at is pretty cool. You know, that's an achievement. I think still working together 
Yeah, having no true. huge I major falling outs. Yeah. I mean, they're surviving in a, I mean, genuinely, both Travis and my character wanted to go to the battleground of the great, you know, calamity. Like, we're in ground zero and surviving. Yeah. That's like constantly. Great. Left. <laughs> we're constantly testing ourselves. I know, that's true. <laughs> I got all my spell slots, it's okay. I, um, yeah, I feel like we've our characters have reached that kind of awkward point where we were kind of like fighting and figuring out what each other was about, and now we're starting to kind of form a common goal. Yeah. There for a while, I think we were all so disparate in what we wanted, and now there's like been enough things that have happened that we're kind of on the same forward motion. Minus Caduceus. What's that fucking guy all That's about? That's true, actually. What is the forge? What's the iron Where forge? Where is that shit? Oh. What does he want? Is he some evil motherfucker that slow planet? I know. Oh. He turns people into tea. I know. And he's got us thinking that's normal. <gasps> <gasps> to be fair, some silence of the lamp. It's been shit. there since like the beginning, so this is on you guys. <laughs> but also too. I tend to be hyper suspicious of people that are hella chill, yeah. like Steve. Right, like they've got to have something wrong with them. Because they, they remember stuff too. Oh, is that true, Steve? Do you remember everything? He does. Oh. <laughs> if he said, I don't know, that would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're afraid oh. of people who remember things? Yeah. But Caduceus is chill. Seems beware the quiet man. Sincere, mm-hmm. but I do beware the quiet man a little bit. I do wonder if a lot of the stuff that he says, like, that's not a problem. I wonder if that's a front. That sometimes some of that stuff that he lets roll off him pretty easy is the stuff that makes me go, you know, I played a lot of Telltale games, you know, where they go like <laughs> Caduceus will remember Caduceus that. will remember uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. I think about that a lot during the episode. Also, I just see. Also it consider the player, Talison. Yes. Calculating mofo. Is thousands of years old. He does not make simple characters. No. no. Yep. This is his 10,000th D&D He's character. coming around while we sleep. That's like why he had Molly killed, because he was 999,000. Yeah. <laughs> He's been pulling our hair out at night and collecting it for yeah, his stores. Yep. That's yeah. what he was doing in my hotel room in Denver. I thought, because I felt a little thing, and then I was like, oh, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, I'm here to tickle you. And I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't realize he took the hair. Yeah, I, I think he was taking more than that, actually. Those witches. He took my sorrows. That's Ear what cartilage. Now, he's a smart player, and I do know that he spends a lot of time thinking about shit. He spends a lot of time yeah. thinking about Wait, shit. Wait, so like last time Marisha was on here, she confirmed that she She's was the, the big, big bad. bad evil. So now are we saying that it's that it's Caduceus no, instead? No, we're saying that I feel like no. We need to pick one. I don't think we're ready to make that lesson? strong of a statement. No. I think right now we're willing to say we are open to the possibility that Caduceus might be a piece of shit. Is that what Again. we're saying? Yeah, he's going to be eating folks, right? Again, I fully believe that any single one of you would murder each other immediately. That I feel like you not, all have, I feel like you all have, like, like, not like, true. <laughs> like, flip switches. Jester would not kill anyone. Ford oh. would not kill what anyone. If what if the traveler her told that, her that, that she that needed these to, people needed to exactly. die in order to help him? We're dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're so fucking dead. dead. We're so dead. You really, might not be dead. I am the only true, good, lawful character. Oh, right. Well, that that's is. all the time we have for tonight, folks. I would love I to hear the rest of that bullshit you're about to say. You too. <laughs> Big baddie. <laughs> I would love to thank Marisha and Travis's legs for jo- <laughs> don't do it joining us tonight. Let's not forget Marisha's feet. Big boots. Travis's. Your ankles are oddly hairless, and the rest of your legs are not. It That's makes me. All the hair is on my toes. Ugh. Oh my god, you have hobbit feet? You wouldn't believe. Really? Yeah. Does it look like your chin? I can braid them. Oh. Each one of your toes looks like a troll doll. Yep. Episode 66 <laughs> airs this week. As always. 66 on June 6th. Oh. Episode 66, six slash six. What does it mean? What does it mean? There's four sixes, so nothing. Satan will wash over the earth and free us all from the mortal coil and insecurities that have 
ch chased us all the way onto camera. <laughs> Six. That's what drove us here. Don't forget to love each other. Hey, that's a shirt now. That's a shirt for Pride Month. It says my catchphrase. Of all of my great catchphrases, you know, like, give me all your money, you fucking kid. Yep. Uh, get away from that. I was going to eat that. Mm -hmm. Are we on the internet? Are we? On <laughs> Do you have any evidence? Yeah. But seriously, Are buy the shirt. Cop? You have to tell you me you're first. A cop. You have to tell me you're gonna... <laughs> buy the shirt because the proceeds go to um, Jesus Christ. I don't care Fuck, if my it's fingerprints are on it. The proceeds go to huh? <laughs> yep. Oh. Proceeds go to helping. It's for Pride Month. That's right. It's gonna be amazing. It's a beautiful shirt. I want one right now. I know. Uh, during the month of June, 100 of profits outright international. Outright, outright international. international. Fucking goddammit. Thank you, Chris Lockie. Thank you. And let us mark the occasion that Chris Lockie came in at the end of the episode <laughs> and didn't tell us that someone fucking died. <laughs> yeah, Chris Lockie, <laughs> upgrade. That's actually pretty true. Put the horns up. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. my friends. It's almost Thursday. Stay turned. Remember. Creepy in a crime. But not wearing fucking pants on my show is. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.